0: We at Fatinize pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land we record on today. This land is and always will be Aboriginal land. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome to another episode of the Fatinize podcast. I'm your host, Demi Lynch, and we're back again, talking about the issues, topics, and taboos related to being a fat bitch. On today's episode, we have Aussie porn star Katie Miller, AKA Little Miss BBW recently she made history as the first ever australian bbw big beautiful woman to film with an international porn company she's on the show today to talk about her experience being a plus size woman in the porn industry give us some fat sex advice and of course talk about the upcoming revamped sexpo which is now known as love x now, word of warning, this is a very sexually explicit themed episode. So do be wary of Little Ears nearby. Anyway, enough of me. On to the episode. I have all the questions. I want all the details. But firstly, just to clarify, do you prefer to be referred to as like a sex worker or a porn star? Like, what do you, what um, do you prefer personally?
1: Uh, personally, at the moment, it's more Um, I'm the first person. Australian plus size international porn star so I just I guess porn star carries more pull than what a sex worker would but I am both um Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong I started as a swinger and then I was a sex worker and then I ended up being a porn star so I guess just go with porn star for now
0: (laughs) (laughs) so you said you started as a swinger how did then swinger like correlate into yeah getting into the porn industry um
1: I guess it's like why not you when you're in a swinging scene you have a voyeur and you have the other terms of an exhibitionist. I was very much an exhibitionist so <laughs> I realized how good I was by learning from some of the older men and I never got any complaints except for let's try this this way <laughs> and decided hey let's go from swinging and open the door to I guess a different possibility, which at first started to be paid for it, um, and then obviously it started to go. I can do filming while doing this and putting this in this place, and I think the first one was a Mars bar in my Wuhan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was that was, you. I love it so much. You were just like, if I'm going to get into porn, I'm going to get it hard. I'm going to like yeah. really it up.
1: <laughs> really, the reason I started was more for my body confidence. I was in a relationship for long term. it was coming up to about six, seven years by that stage. Uh, my body confidence had depleted. I have a thyroid disorder. So my weight gain isn't or wasn't anything to do with uh, overeating or anything. Uh, possibly it was more to do with genes and medication.
0: I have thyroid issues. I have thyroid issues yeah. too, girl. I get it. Yes.
1: <laughs> so it started with that. And then I obviously when you change so quickly, you feel very uncomfortable. People mm-hmm. put you down about your size. I remember at one stage, I actually was looking at Tessa Holiday in America and Even though she was an inspiration at first, I always looked at her when she wore bikinis or things. And I thought, why would you wear that? Like, I remember really being harsh based on what I was looking at. But then when I noticed I got more body confidence standing in front of a camera, um, oh, wow. Tessa Holiday was an idol.
0: Yes, she (laughs) is an icon. Mm -hmm.
1: You don't realise how much your view changes when you're in that same light. And then you become everyone else's inspiration and you still get the criticism that you once gave and you think you really need to work on your confidence.
0: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds
1: and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news?
0: so i want to know more about the porn industry particularly for someone that is plus size (sighs) when i was younger i had the perception that you have to be thin to be in the porn industry like everyone has to look the same but as i got older and i've explored porn myself like watching some porn it's actually like I don't I know I know people will say like you know different things about porn and like the issues and stuff like that, but it's great that there's literally every single type of body in porn.
1: I think the biggest part is it though that I still don't see enough of is every time I walk into an adult store, you look around and I go straight to the DVD section. Especially places like Adult Um X and things like that. You go straight to that section because you know they have their cinemas you know that it's all there and it's going to be great and you look at the DVD collections and they seem to have girl on girl and they have abundance amount of porn but then you look in the plus size section and there's maybe three DVDs if any I, I'm putting my hand up to volunteer to publish my own plump past stuff and start handing it out in stores
0: yes oh that would be bad. because
1: I believe like they don't realize DVDs do fly off the shelf magazines used to fly off the shelf all the time mm. I believe they need to bring some of that stuff back especially the DVDs mm, there are still mm-hmm. people out there that are finding DVDs stuffed under their beds and <laughs> magazines that obviously pages are a bit sticky yeah like one of my one of my partners he literally recently just pulled out a box and he's like this is from my childhood and there was all these sticky pages and they're all porn mags, and I'm like oh (laughs) Oh, bless I was like do you know I was like do you know how rare they are and he's like I don't think we could sell them like this (laughs) oh bless (laughs) (laughs) them. um it was a bit to the point where I was like, no, they can stay in the box.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think people want some crusty magazines. I don't think. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> uh,
1: if they were in good nick, they would be worth a fair bit, I reckon. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Some old old Playboys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying um, to remember what the ones from like that. There was Playboys. There was what was the really popular Australia one from like ten uh, years Z-Mag. ago. Zoomag. Zoomag. I remember. I like, used to sit on the toilet
1: reading them and think i would love to be one of those girls to like send in photos and get paid money for
0: them oh my god (laughs) i remember i remember back in the day i used to be a big big fan of like big brother and it used to be like a lot of the female contestants from big brother would like end up in zoo magazine and and i just remember it being like oh who's gonna be in this this time but yeah i remember zoo was massive though back in the day
1: i don't even know when they stopped to be honest
0: yeah do they still do them i'm trying to think I don't
1: know no I've researched them because I've wanted to get in the zoom <laughs> you know like when you're young you're like well I think the last time I seen a proper new zoo mag was when I was 19. Wow which was about 10 years ago yeah yeah so wow. no I'm not a young spring chicken as a such some people believe I am older in the community <laughs> but I look younger than what I am. um, But yeah, when I was 19 was probably the last time I actually seen a Zoomag that was in date and they just quietly disappeared.
0: They did. They really did. So many, so many of the magazines now these days. Do you ever think, so as someone that's in the porn industry, like during, you know, the time of iPhones, the time where people can literally like, you know, Google something and in two seconds they have porn and they can have access to it. Do you, do you wish you were around in the porn industry where you are right now when it was all magazines and DVDs were like the only access or is it do you reckon it's kind of better now that you know there's only fans and then there's like um online platforms do you ever like think about like oh I wish I wish I wish this was like 10 year, 10 something years ago obviously the age obviously yeah if of age yeah
1: <laughs> I'm kind of a bit of both to be honest like social media has got us so much further around like the UK and America. Um, so we've been able to social market ourselves so much quicker and get somewhere, mm. especially myself. Um, I guess that's how, you know, because Australia seems so far behind in the porn industry and mm-hmm. even in the sex industry, we we're so far behind. It's not funny. If I had the choice, um I like the old but I like the new mm. it it would be really hard, though, because back then, the only bigger companies could afford the magazines, yeah, yeah. so ideally speaking, you'd know who was hot and who was not technically mm. speaking, but yeah, i I don't know where I'd sit i'd I'd like to be right in the middle, yeah but. <laughs> Social media has just taken off in a thing for all the rich men <laughs> and all the rich women. And then you've got the platform where you still have the magazines and you still have like all the DVDs going. I think I'd sit right in that middle part before they all went. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really curious because I don't know about, I don't know a lot about, to be honest, about, porn movies in comparison to you know like say the the quick clips you know see on like porn or OnlyFans fans and stuff like that what made you like gravitate more to then doing more movies and films compared to because obviously you still do like you know the the, the small clips as well like on OnlyFans fans and stuff like that but yeah what made you so passionate about wanting to do like porn films
1: Um, about six years ago, when I started filming, it was only pretty much to build the confidence.
0: Mm.
1: And then I got, I don't know, I just started to get more likes and more likes before our Twitters get shut down and things like that. Um, I had about a 20 K following with just small films. I actually did what a lot of girls don't like to do and built my backing based on not charging anyone for anything. Mm. Um, so I built my fan base based on not charging and giving away free content and lots of it. In one year, I think I produced over more than one hundred and fifty short films for anything and just wow. put them all on Twitter and went for it. <laughs> Thank you, Covid had the time to- <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, and then I think the one goal I always wanted, like I had one major dream from like birth everyone believes obviously I'm a very star signed person mm-hmm. so I'm an Aquarius we always have the dream of we're going to change something for, in history mm-hmm. it's got to be something we have to change or contribute to a change that's for a greater purpose a greater good um, mine was I wanted to change something in history that you know hasn't been done but can improve And I didn't know what it was. And then obviously the other one was I wanted to chase an AVN award. Mm -hmm. I wanted to stand on that platform and show why I believe I should be on it.
0: For listeners that don't know, did you want to tell them what an AVN award was?
1: Um, AVN award to me, it's like the biggest industry, adult industry award in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got X bids and things like that, which are great. They're more your online content I've noticed and their awards are just as great. Like XBids bids is more the UK things like that. Um, but an AVN award is for America and it's for anyone that gets higher up there. Yeah. And you can literally stand on that platform exactly like, I guess we could say Charlie Ford just recently was nominated this year for the same thing as she was last year. And she's moved over there. She's now Australian. Um, and then I was only talking about one, oh, Angela White. Ha!
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Huh. So Angela White is the most famous porn star of Australia because she's won about three of them, mm-hmm. three consecutive years running. So the same thing is, I would like that spot on the podium for plus size women. Yeah, yeah. So I like to call myself a mini Angela White. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, with that dream said, I set out and thought the only way I'm going to be able to do this and be recognised for an AVN award is to either one, start filming with film productions here. Noticing there isn't a lot of them. Mm. And I was originally in Melbourne, so it was the wrong state, (laughs) So I had to move states over to Brisbane, realized the porn industry is very different to what I thought. And finally got everything together and went, you know what? I need to be international. Yeah. So I went plumper pass and thought straight away they recognize bigger women. They're, you know, been operating for more than 10 years and they're huge. Biggest face of I think biggest face of the BBW world over there. And I yeah. thought, if you're going to win anything like Sophia Rose and things like that, you need to be with Plumper Pass. Mm. So I went Plumper Pass and I went, let's go for it. And fingers crossed, maybe I might be nominated for an AVN in the next few years.
0: Yes.
1: I know and I'm like I'll kick those bitches off the
0: podium <laughs> <laughs> kick those like, skinny bitches off <laughs> like, of plus plus me, here
1: we come Australia <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: like, strap my stuff up there and be like mine mine,
0: mine. <laughs> I love that so much you're just like I have this goal I'm gonna do all these things because I'm gonna make sure I get it and yeah I like that I like that you have like a good plan of attack
1: yeah well my attack originally I've kind of fulfilled that already which was you know change your history being the first international bbw of australia to do it Mm -hmm. congratulations
0: by the way big congrats
1: it's it's a big one to feel because everyone think it had already been done
0: but i thought so too because when you told me about that earlier i was just like what there hasn't what
1: so you google it you look at it no it hasn't no and then all of a sudden here i come and i'm like you know what That's my history changer. Welcome BBW to the land of Australia and hello porn.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So so you mentioned earlier that when you moved from Melbourne to Brisbane, that like the porn industry, even then, like the shift from states was really different. I need to know how, even from different states, how is it so different?
1: Uh, Okay. So every state's known for something different. So Mm. under Australian legislation, you're only really allowed to produce and sell porn in two to two and a half states, pretty much. So Queensland, um, a part of Northern Territory and the ACT are the only, the only parts you're allowed to legally disproduce and like sell out your porn. Um, Every other state, the only way you can get around it is if you have a a postal address or like a residential address in a different country with a different or just say in Queensland or somewhere different. So every state's known for something different like Melbourne Mm. very much escorting, um, very much drag, uh, your swinging scene, your BDSM. A lot of the time different states will hold different things Mm. um, and they've been known for different like different parts of the community of the adult industry but it was funny because when I was just filming my own stuff everyone was like you want to talk to a porn girl they're like go see Little Miss over there they're like Little Miss is your porn girl she 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 comes second and run her up in porn go over there like you want to talk (laughs) porn Go." (laughs) and I'm sitting there scratching my head going um clueless I just won And clueless, I don't know anything really about (laughs) the porn industry yet. (laughs) Uh. I still remember it. And then when I moved over to Queensland, it's like people believe everyone is so friendly. Mm. But the thing is, is that money talks. Uh. If you aren't willing to pay for advice, you aren't getting any. Um, You kind of got to help yourself, Mm. which makes it very, very hard um, I don't believe in that approach I believe it's like every other industry you've got to teach people to not make the wrong decisions
0: oh yeah absolutely so
1: everyone's naive at the start but everyone's also very like we have our ideas we have this but they don't realize they actually need guidance because mm. there's people you play with people you don't play with people you want to film with people you avoid and without knowing those connections you're going to find yourself in a very Difficult situation and be hurt. Yeah. So it all comes to know where you're looking, where you advertise, what you, you know, what agents you want to use, what you don't, if you want to be somebody that's freelance or someone that wants to go with the bridge across to an international company. And I've thought that like straight away, I'd like to be a mentor for that side of things now for bigger women, Um, especially for some of you New Zealand women. They come across for the adult industry awards and they, pretty much met me straight up and they're like oh we wanted to get to know you (laughs) which was lovely because you feel like they're part of Australia but they feel so inseparate
0: (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much that you want to like help girls that are like new to the porn industry like I love it so much like what's it saying like you know hot girls don't gatekeep I love that yes because like yes I know it like it can be it's a competitive industry like and women are raised from the day we're born you know we have to compete with one another but you know i like that yeah we can help each other out because especially especially when it comes into the porn industry like it's it can be so so great but then other elements as well it can be not so great but depending on what people you interact with yeah so i love that i love that yes supporting others we like that yes
1: ready to pop the question
0: So I want to hear though more details because I'm a nosy bitch. I will need to know more details about fat, sex, and porn. Anyone listening right now, that's a fat bitch, knows that when you're when you're a plus size person and you're having sex, there's extra things you are worried about or that you have in the back <laughs> of your mind. So I need some tips, honey. I need some tips. As someone that has had lots of sex with other people and that is plus size i need some tips firstly how the hell do plus size people be on top and not feel like you're suffocating the other person in a bad way (laughs) i was actually
1: about to say my main tip i give people is just apply the weight (laughs) (laughs) i've had so many guys even in the sex industry when you know i was doing sex work they're like We're looking for somebody that's a bbw, it's a bigger woman that can just apply weight, and I'm like, that's fine by me. I was like, (laughs) when you (laughs) want (laughs) to breathe. To be honest, it is very intimidating. I've had partners before that are very, you know, um, a lot skinnier. Mm. Um, You get all different size men, and you feel like, if to be honest, it feels like a match, and you're gonna snap it in half. It's, it's very bony but the thing is you don't realize is that they also weigh about 80 90 kilos you're not mm. going to break them in half you, the skinnier is like I've noticed a bigger endowment they seem to have <laughs> <laughs> because there's no extra weight holding it yeah so, some of your bigger men that have got a bit of like a chunkiness to them Some of your daddy bods, they really gotta push it in to order to get their you know, their dick a
0: bit larger and a bit. Yes, because when, when you got skin, two when you got two tummies then, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I get ya. With with your skinny
1: man, they don't have that second stomach to push down, so the endowment's what you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> so in this case, I just say when you're riding it, make sure you hang on and you go for it. Yeah. And apply all the pressure you want, because the deeper it goes, the better it feels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what positions then would you recommend for plus size people? Because I worry that I'm a lazy gal in bed because I'm just like some of them are just so much work.
1: <laughs> well, and like, it'd be, it'd be honest in in everything, I'm not a lazy girl. I've I've managed to lose a lot of kilos due to sex, so, which it's not something I was proud
0: of. <laughs> you're just like, I don't want to lose weight. No, this is my this is my label, BBW, yes. Well
1: between <laughs> between, you know, the two men that I have in my life currently. Um, the third that was there a few months ago, to you know, um, my play toys and doing all the filming and everything, and then I also like to go swinging, so all the gang bangs and that. Um, the one, the most too regular I seem to go to, um, doggy because you're on your knees and you can actually just put your head down on your stomach, um, and it doesn't matter how big their endowment is when it comes to doggy, because you've got your stomach isn't in the way. Yeah. So yep. they can easily pound in behind, hang on to those hips. And I can tell you the feeling is. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love doggy. It's my favorite go-to any position. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yep. same You're yep.
1: talking about somebody that's a bit older. Uh, people don't realize some people have knee replacements or they've hurt their knees or their ankles.
0: Um,
1: try putting them on their side
0: okay yeah because that is an issue for I've heard a lot of plus size people and myself as well yeah you can't do a lot with the knees and the legs like cramps cramps can be such a mood killer if cramps get in the way my god it could be such a mood killer (laughs) cramps are the worst yeah
1: I know when a guy comes in me though I do get cramps yeah. Um, yeah, so I can actually feel it all the way down and it, it does. It cramps all the way up my legs and into my thighs
0: and I'm like, Oh god. Oh my god. Is it is it just I okay, sorry, I have to know details out. So it's just it's only if a guy comes in
1: you? It's, like Yeah, so I get cramps normally, like in general. Like yeah. if you come yeah. and it's huge, it's you do get some kind of cramps, but oh yeah, yeah. I always knew if the common were broken or uh, some guys come in me or something I would I generally get cramps in my c- like in my thighs and it would it wow. radiates straight down my legs and I'd be like oh and I would you be able to feel because it's an instant muscle relaxer <laughs> so especially true. if you're a missionary and your legs are in the air <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> I- I know the favorite positions, I do like doggy and I do like being on top because you get to control and ride that horse. Being on your side is really good for anyone with nipple, like with like knee or hip replacements, Um, mm. especially depending they can roll over onto theirs. So they're not actually having to do anything but thrust in sideways. Um, And usually I just say, get the Kama Sutra. <laughs> yep. Put their head <laughs> off the bed and give it to them too. <laughs>
0: as long as-
1: like I don't know I'm as much as I don't like the movements and things like that I'm very much for random places um Mm -hmm. (laughs) public places even though we shouldn't be
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're not encouraging or saying that at all not at all no not illegal at all (laughs) no that goes into another question I have okay I bet you you've had experiences because I've experienced this a couple of times. Um, how yes. how do how do you not break a bed when having sex? Because when you, especially if you got two plus size bodies and you're going at it, how do you not break a bed? Because that shit. Yes, it's kind of hot being like, oh yeah, we fucked so hard we broke a bed. But then at other times it's like, shit, that's expensive.
1: <laughs> um, What's your best the advice? only way I could say this is. Try either having a mattress on the floor or reinforcing the bed before you have (laughs) Um, The worst story I have for that is the time I was at an Airbnb. I was seeing a client. Mm -hmm. The client was actually deaf, so there was a lot of signalese hands going on. And we were going at it, and the whole bed just dropped.
0: (gasps) No. Oh, no. And I remember him
1: going... (laughs) What happened? He couldn't talk very well because he's deaf, and I couldn't tell him because, you know, and all I could do was with my hand going,
0: Oh
1: Oh, no. I'm like, Bang. Oh no. But um, I managed to fix it and replace what was damaged. But yeah, I remember the rest of my clients didn't like the whole idea of the floor after that.
0: Yeah. That might've, that might've, um, yeah. Influenced things. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um,
1: reinforcement, I would definitely think about having a look under it and putting a few major like blocks of chocks and that under them, make sure there's carpet it's sitting on so it's not dragging across the floor. But Mm. when I did that very sturdy and I, I got pounded, I could tell you. And, (laughs) it didn't matter the size I was or they were I can tell you that it wasn't moving
0: yeah 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 yes I (laughs) I have learned the hard way with that an old bed of mine which was like the biggest piece of crap ever it just felt like the boards underneath were like paper and it broke so then like we didn't we couldn't afford a new bed so I just I just used old uni textbooks to hold up the bed (laughs) hey
1: these days that's fashionable
0: (laughs) Look, if I'm going to pay $150 for a book that I barely use, I may as well use it for something. <laughs> yep.
1: It's good. I don't blame that I would have done the same thing. Yeah. That yep. or some people use milk crates.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Yes, that would hold up anything. Mhm. Yep. So yep, 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 yeah, a lot of people
1: have been using milk crates. Um some people have been using the um wooden pallets and Painting them and making them look boohoo stylish and was it boho or something? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Gotta have the minimalism feel, the boho chic. Yep. Yeah. You think about that, that is the cheapest
1: replacement. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh slats oh,
1: slat's broken. Oh well I'll head to the warehouse later on, love. <laughs> Gotta go to trip trip to
0: Bunnings. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then another fat sex question okay i have a feeling i know what you're gonna say but i'm gonna ask anyway sweating because fat people i'm someone that sweats a lot and actually no i've been sweating ever since like no matter what size i've been i just am an avid sweater which is the suckiest thing because i'm based in queensland how do you as someone that again you you have a lot of sex do you get sweaty considering also you're in Queensland? How do you embrace the sweat? I get so nervous the fact that I'm a, a plus size body and I'm sweating heaps, even if I'm fucking not doing anything. How do you, like, embrace the sweat and be like, this is hot, rather than, oh, my God, I'm so sticky right now in the bad way? <laughs> well,
1: I think I like it when a man sweats just as much as I do because then it makes them look like they're doing more work. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, when I get sweaty, I always just make sure I have a towel on, on the bed. Like my thyroid makes me sweat heaps. And like you said, you know, you've got your thyroid issue too, so that's mm-hmm. you're prone to sweat more than anything. Yeah. Um also the other mechanism, either I'd have to say, I like shower sex. <laughs> you don't
0: know if you're sweating or not. Okay, that's where we disagree. Shower sex is dangerous, girl. My god. I've never been able to figure out shower sex. Never. Cannot figure it out for the life of me.
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, I would have to say those new showers these days that you have like that really large try like rectangular area and like that big shower and you can lay back on the floor and you can go for it is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say I've been there a few times in shower sex is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same as a bed and missionary. It's different from the, <laughs> the showering. You don't know, you're
0: sweating and you come out smelling like suds and soap. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. The only time in sex you come out cleaner than you did beforehand. Yeah, that's fair.
1: (laughs) We can't, we can't say what area exactly was cleaner, but. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh gosh. (laughs) Okay. I know I should probably go to like more professional questions, but I just want to know, like what's some weird stories that you've experienced like doing porn? Because I can imagine they have just been like to say, cause you said before you entered the porn industry and your first video was you with the Mars bar, which I have to, I didn't ask before. I didn't ask the important question. Did the Mars bar melt? Does it melt in there or does it? It does,
1: it does lightly. Um, So when you pull it out, is it, it is a bit gooey. And then when you decide you want to eat it, it does taste just good. <laughs>
0: because ah, I wasn't sure if then like a layer of it would be off or something like that like oh interesting that's it's good to know <laughs> so if, if you left
1: it in there long enough maybe um, it's like playing with like those snakes or the pythons I like playing with them too Um, I was actually recently at a swingers club in the last uh, three months and there was a whole heap of lollies and I've like pretty much put them up there and I'm like right who wants to eat one out <laughs> And you wouldn't believe it. I had a line. <laughs> <laughs> and in some cases, they'll pull it out and I was happy to share. I was like, it tastes good. And I know it tastes good because <laughs> I can juice enough it. it's
0: good. So, yeah. Are, what it's... haven't you put up
1: there, honey? <laughs> oh, I've done Gobstoppers. I've done. Oh, wait, wait, know,
0: wait. Yeah? Like Gobstopper, like the big, massive things. Yeah what how does that how does that fit
1: in there i'm I'm a a size queen (laughs) Damn. does it like that at the moment i've got a new video i'm actually about to film and it's one of those triangle (laughs) toberoons
0: does the toberlor
1: oh my god but this one because they were complaining on um hamish and andy saying that the Toblerone's getting complaints due to it being, uh-huh. <laughs> I quote, too pointy. <laughs> they hashtagged it to being, um, Toblerone um, challenge. Um, Toblerone, can you can you fit it? And as soon as they hashtagged those few things, I was like. I am so doing a video with all these <laughs> Toblerone's <laughs> jammed up there and I'm going to hashtag Toblerone's challenge, you know, you know, does it fit? <laughs> <laughs> and I really want to, like, tag Hamish hey, and Andy and go, does it fit? Did I
0: fit the challenge? Oh, it's a bit too pointy. <laughs> oh, my God. you got to, like, break Hamish hey, and Andy. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're like the most wholesome pair of guys in the entire of Australia. And, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> oh, that's why I felt like going, well, they put it in there.
0: And the words were, can you
1: fit it? Well, <laughs> technically, I'm about to put like one of those hexagon ones up there with the five in it and go, hashtag <laughs> owner, I fit it. <laughs>
0: oh my god Jesus I really want to I really want to tag them in it but I don't see where that's gonna go <laughs> I'm very curious what will happen with I wonder if they'll break or if they'll like stay in there or not because t- I
1: don't know. don't know I'm tempted I'm so tempted and I think the other one I wanted to try the other day was I do like some of my like my fruits and vegetables and things like that mm. I really want to try an egg clip
0: yes you see people all the time use the eggplant emoji like but then that girl oh my god i just so want to try one even mushes oh well we'll be just yeah yes (laughs) oh my god but at least at least it'd be nice and smooth though like there wouldn't be like any hard edges poking you okay i have i have to ask out of all these endeavors you've had though have there any been have there ever been any that didn't turn out as well as you kind of would hope as like you know the mars bar or the pythons and stuff i got to
1: say i gotta say the biggest one would have been the ping pong balls oh
0: <gasps> you tried the, ping pong balls. Yes! I tried the ping pong balls oh my god okay is it as hard as it like even though even though the people that have done it like is it is it hard is it easy does this vagina just like squash them like i
1: I know. It's it's not the challenge of squashing them. It's the challenge of trying to keep them in.
0: <laughs> really? So I got oh. about
1: five up there. Damn. I got about five up there and I pushed them out one at a time and they're like, plop. And i I literally was going to start a lotto draw where it was like,
0: what's the last <laughs> <day?"> <laughs> and the number is 27 you're our lucky winner you won <laughs> well, it was going that way yeah oh my god that's amazing i would never I be able to see tickets
1: if your number comes out of
0: my are you win <laughs> <laughs> i would never be able to look at Ping-pong balls or Toblerone's the same ever again.
1: <laughs> well, let's, let's just sit there and go any chocolate substance.
0: Any chocolate substance. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, So you're going to be at Love X in the coming weeks. I... Please tell me, are you going to have ping pong balls or table ends with you? What are you doing at Love X, my dear?
1: <laughs> um, usually when I go to Love X, I'm more of your um, I guess you. I like to refer to as show pony. <laughs> um, I like to walk. Really, you're like a, show no a show pony. I had no idea. I'll be wearing some really hot stuff, and I'll tell you by who shortly. Mm -hmm. But I always walk around, and I like to mingle with everyone. Um, Love giving topless photos, autographs. You name it, I like to do it. Unfortunately, Below the Waist is off limits. Uh. Unless it's my ass cheeks, I'm happy for you to sign them too. (laughs)
0: But
1: um, I also do the runway shows as well, and I do like to do the amateur strip con. Because I'm not exactly a stripper, but I wish I was.
0: <laughs> Stripping is an art. That is hard to be able to do it right and look graceful. I cannot do it. That's that's, that's an art form right there.
1: Uh, I just love breaking down in the splits and then twerking my butt cheeks because nobody's expecting a plus size to be able to do the splits in multiple directions and yes. twerk.
0: Yes. Oh, okay. I'm keen to see that because I'm going to be there on the Friday. I want to see that yes (laughs) I love seeing a plus size gal do the splits it is the hottest thing most amazing thing in the world yeah and I just love it because we like whenever whenever they go down it's like a big thud and it's just like yes Love it, love it, love it, love it. <laughs> it's
1: like they're waiting for it, and then when you do it, and they're like,
0: "Yeah, yes, like, we know who's winning this competition." Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> all right, out the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, all right. Cannot wait to see that. Absolutely, yep Here for that. <laughs>
1: I think my famous one that everyone loves is when I run and strut the runway.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, last, last
1: year we were doing aprons, and it was like the apron clearly said, "Cook it yourself," can't. And I'm known for my 10-inch nails. So I'll hopefully have my 10-inch nails back and yes. hopefully they're there again. But I remember strutting my stuff last time. People were just amazed at how a BBW could strut itself so well and own that runway.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. And 10-inch nails, you know what? Of course you need them to be able to like get all the stuff out of you to make sure you, you know don't leave any leftover eggplant over there every week or something (laughs) yes
1: I think the worst part is people give you the strangest look when you walk out of a bathroom
0: they do people always get so weird being like how do you how do you not get poo on your nails it's just like you know do you know what I like
1: people like how'd you wipe your bum and I go didn't you see my pet slave walk out his tongue was rather red at the end of it Yes, I was like, you know, they just, you know, you have you have your man on the side that uses his tongue to clean you up when you're ready.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! I love it. Oh, I miss having long nails. I like, I, I love it because you can like, it sounds weird. You can like easily like clean out your ears if it's got like dried skin. That's the best. Yeah, you sit there going like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All yeah right. no, I've I've had my
1: nails off for a while to give them a rest after um I dealt with a lot in November so I'm mm. hoping when I put them back on they can stay on for a yes. long time like I had them on last time so look out, 10 inch nails here I come
0: <laughs> yeah I'm keen to see them keen to see them at Lovex yes so you've obviously been to Lovex before and this was when it was um Sexpo which mm-hmm. genius idea by the way for them to like rebrand it because uh you've obviously someone as that is a sex worker porn star knows the whole issue of being shadow banned on Instagram at previous years, like, what can people expect at, like, a Love X, like a sex convention? Because this is my first one. I want to know what can I expect. Okay.
1: For anyone that loves retail merchandise on discount, and I mean $10, $20 on everything, mm. um, you're not just looking at cheap products, but quality and quantity. Um it's also a place where they bring out new brands of everything, um, anywhere from plus size lingerie to lingerie in general on Honeybird debt. Um, they display everything. You get your male strippers there and they walk around and mingle. You know those ones, those hot males that hold cats and dogs in like they're the fieries in like the calendars? They were there yeah. in Melbourne I'm like, ha. Ah. Like ah. you get the mouse strippers, you get the kittens. They're all lovely yes. too. Um, your staff so supportive, but yeah, everyone there. You even get psychic greetings. Um, oh, Babylon was amazing. Mm. So if they're doing Babylon again this year, hands down, I mean, and I just want to watch. Um, What's
0: Babylon? What is it? It's Babylon. Like sh- they
1: were uh, a dance company that were doing aerial. At the same time, Paul, oh. Ariel, it, they were amazing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then you also had, you know, you get all your porn stars, your content creators, the well, you we just say the biggest world names in Australia. Um, through, I guess, you, it depends if they're already in America. It's a bit hard for them to come down. Um, like last year, we ended up getting Johnny Sins, Angela White and a fair few other names and they were amazing Um, you get your sex ed talks so things and questions that you've always wanted to know without actually having to ask some people actually are all in the same thing so you get your sex education 101 Um, no saliva is not lube (laughs) (laughs) Um, you get your uh, you get your temple so they try and teach um, sex in a different light sex in a different light so meaning it can start from scratch back on like relaxation and sensual touching or just the smell of just the movement of the balance of the human body um you learn a lot of different things mm. so there's all these different things to be had um naked news australia which is your lucy power um uh, she does an amazing job every year um hopefully she's there again this year to do it which I don't see why not it's Mm. you know it's a lot like Naked News USA you know that's still really big um you get like the fax taxi and things like that so lots of opportunity for photo ops with content creators and (laughs) sorry um with content creators and porn stars like myself um there's just, there's so much.
0: I love, oh, I am so, so excited. This is the first time. <laughs> Even
1: yeah. the runway stage is there. It's going to be brilliant.
0: Yeah. I'm very excited to go. Like, yeah, this is my first sex invention. And also I'm bringing my partner as well because he's a photographer. So he's going to come with me. Uh-huh. So that's going to be fabulous. I'm so, so keen. Yes. Like
1: people who have never been or people that have been to previous ones because of the rebranding and the rename. mm. It's going to be bigger.
0: Yeah. I'm You've got so to remember
1: Sexbow's name was huge. Mm. And Sexbow was known for a lot. But to rebrand a company that or something as big as Sexpo, Make It Love X, they've kind of got a platform to stand on. Yeah, It's like big shoes to fill.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I think all of us, including myself, are extremely excited, Um, especially with the prep that's starting to go into everything. Um, So we can't wait to make an appearance in about three weeks' time at Brisbane. I think it's about two or three weeks. I'm like counting it down. Yes,
0: going, yes. Uh, <laughs> it's come by so so fast. Yes. <laughs> hey, beautiful humans. Okay, so as you know, normally we finish off our episodes with our Faye Fat Family Finds of the week and a little outro with our guest. Of course, this week my mic decided to stuff up near the end of the recording. I don't know why it just decided hey let's stop recording demi maybe it just couldn't handle the Toblerone and eggplant talk i don't know <laughs> um anyway thank you so much for listening to today's episode for more information on katie aka little miss bbw head to the links in today's show notes and most importantly if you're in Brisbane July 21st to July 23rd, make sure you head to Love X. I'll be walking around reporting for Kaleidoscope News on the Friday night. So feel free to come up and say hi. For more information on Love X, make sure you also head to the link in the show notes. Anyway, that's it for me. If you enjoyed today's episode, please do leave a rating, a review. And don't forget to hit follow and subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast. I'm your host, Demi Lynch, and I'll see you all next week. Bye! We at Eyes pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land we record on today. This land is, and always will be, Aboriginal land.